Second Kings chapter 4 verses 25 to 26 the New King James Version and so she departed and went to the man of God at Mount Carmel so it was when the man of God saw her afar off that he said to his servant Gehazi look the Shunammite woman please run now to meet her and say to her is it well with you is it well with your husband is it well with the child? And she answered, It is well. Bible before breakfast. Mildred Kingsley here. If you've been a Christian, even for 30 minutes, <laughs> I guarantee that you would have heard it is well a couple of times. And interestingly, a lot of people don't know where this phrase, it is well, actually came from. So today I'm going to do you one. I'm going to do you a big favor. And I'm going to read this amazing story of this amazing woman. God, I can't get over her. I often think that we don't preach about her enough. I love, love, love her spirit. I love her strength. I love her faith. I love her dedication to God and the things of God. I love this woman. God. Okay, so before I get ahead of myself, let me just read it to you. Second Kings chapter 4, I'll read from verse 8. It's quite a bit of a read, but it's a good read. And I'll read it to you, the message translation, so that you will get the gist of it. You know, I really just wanted to get you to see where that phrase came from. That's why I read it in King James. But this is so much fun. Listen to this. Verse 8. One day, Elisha passed through Shunem, a leading lady of the town talked him into stopping for a meal. You will understand why she's a leading lady in a bit. Being a leader doesn't just happen by chance. There are some principles you must put in place, some work you must put in. And he says, and then it became his custom. So whenever he passed through, he stopped by for a meal. I'm certain, said the woman to her husband, that this man who stops by with us all the time is a holy man of God. Why don't we add on a small room upstairs and furnish it with a bed and desk, chair and lamp so that when he comes by, he can stay with us. Now you can tell from this verse that she's a woman of strong convictions. She's also a resourceful woman and a woman who always has smart ideas. She sees a problem and she solves them. That's why she was a leading lady. But that's not what this is about. So let's get back into it. Verse 11. And so it happened that the next time Elisha came by, he went to the room and he lay down for a nap. Then he said to his servant Gehazi, Tell the Shunammite woman I want to see her. He called her and she came to him. Listen, there are some gifts you give, there are some seeds you sow that generate a prophecy over your life. This woman was doing it out of the goodness of her heart. She wasn't expecting anything. But the, the gift she gave touched the soul of the man of God and he sent for her. And through Gehazi, Elisha said, You've gone far beyond the call of duty in taking care of us. What can we do for you? Do you have a request we can bring to the king or to the commander of the army? She replied, Nothing. I'm secure and satisfied in my family. Elisha conferred with Gehazi. There's got to be something we can do for her. But what? Gehazi said, Well, she has no son and her husband is an old man. 
Call her in, said Elisha. He called her and she stood at the open door. Elisha said to her, This time next year, you're going to be nursing an infant son. Oh, my master. Oh, holy man, she said. Don't play games with me, teasing me with such fantasies. Because the woman had given up. She wasn't doing this because she wanted a child. She wasn't doing this because she wanted some attention from the king or from the commander of the army. She said, I am secure. I in everything I need in my family. I'm already satisfied because I have it. But the man of God said to her, you will have a child by this time next year. She didn't want her hopes up at all. But the Bible tells us in verse 17, true to the word of the man of God, that the woman conceived a year later, just as Elisha had said, she had a son. And the child grew up. One day he went to his father, who was working with the harvest hands, complaining, my head, my head. And his father ordered a servant, carry him to his mother. Sometimes when I read this scripture, I wonder what kind of man he was. My, your son is crying your head, your head. The least you could have done was to, you know, try to solve him. Say, carry him to his mother. <laughs> and the servant took him in his arms and carried him to his mother. And he lay on her lap until noon and he died. She took him up and laid him on the bed of the man of God, shut him in alone and left. She then called to her husband, get me a servant and a donkey so that I can go to the holy man. I'll be back as soon as I can. But why today? This isn't, this isn't a holy day. It's neither new moon nor Sabbath. <laughs> this man wasn't even in touch with reality. She said, don't ask questions. I need to go right now. Trust me. Oh, this is a woman of convictions. She knew there was something she had to do. And she went ahead and saddled the donkey, ordering her servant, take the lead and go as fast as you can. I'll tell you if you're going too fast. And so off she went. She came to the holy man at Mount Carmel. I literally see this, this scripture in pictures. Like I've seen fast cars. Like <laughs> this is a fast and furious moment. And she said, if you are going too fast, I'll tell you. So I'm sure the guy was speeding. And says the holy man, spotting her while she was still a long way off, said to his servant Gehazi, look out there. Why? It's the Shunammite woman. Quickly now, ask her, is something wrong? Are you all right? Your husband, your child? And she said, everything is fine. Who does that? Your child is dead. Your husband is clueless. <laughs> and the man of God sees you rushing towards him, literally flying towards him. And he sends a message to you. Is everything okay? She says, everything is okay. This takes me to Romans 4.17. We'll come back here in a bit. But the Bible says to us in Romans 4.17, it says, Even God who giveth life to the dead and calleth the things that are not as though they were. He calls things into existence that do not exist. Now let's go back to 2 Kings. Now you see what happened here. was Her son was dead, but she refused to accept it. She refused that that would be her outcome. She refused that that would be her testimony. So she kept calling those things that be not as though they were. She kept calling into existence what was not. She kept saying to herself, everything is fine. Every time fear would rise in her heart, I suspect she said to herself, no, everything is fine. She would remember, oh, but your son is dead. Everything is fine. No matter how many times Satan spoke to her, she said, everything 
is fine. Verse 27. But when she reached the holy man at the mountain, she threw herself at his feet and held tightly to him. And Gehazi came up to pull her away. But the holy man said, leave her alone. Can't you see that she's in distress? But God hasn't let me in on why. I'm completely in the dark, which was weird. Because God used to tell Elisha things. And Elisha just thought to himself, this is really, really unusual. This woman coming to me, I usually go to her. And then possibly she also saw that Gehazi did not have faith. Oh God. Maybe she saw through Gehazi. Because Gehazi went to her and said, is everything okay? And she said, everything is fine. But when she got to his master, she held his feet. And then she spoke. She said, did I ask you for a son, master? Didn't I tell you, don't tease me with false hopes. He ordered Gehazi, don't lose a minute. Grab my staff, run as fast as you can. If you meet anyone, don't even take time to greet him. If anyone greets you, don't even answer. Lay my staff across the boy's face. The boy's mother said, as sure as God lives and you live, you are not leaving me behind. And so Gehazi let her take the lead and followed behind. But Gehazi arrived first and laid the staff across the boy's face. But there was no sound, no sign of life. Gehazi went back to meet Elisha and said, the boy has not stayed. Elisha entered the house, found the boy stretched out on the bed, dead. The boy was still dead. He went into the room, locked the door, just the two of them in the room, and he prayed to God. He then got onto the bed with the boy and covered him with his body, mouth on mouth, eyes on eyes, hands on hands. As he stretched out over him like that, the boy's body became warm. Elijah got up and paced back and forth in the room. Then he went back and stretched himself upon the boy again. And the boy started sneezing. Seven times he sneezed. And then he opened his eyes. He called Gehazi and said, Get the Shunammite woman in here. He called her and she came in. Elisha said, Embrace your son. She fell at Elisha's feet, face to the ground in reverent awe. Then she embraced her son and went out with him. You don't see something here. Elisha gave her a miracle, but she thanked first. The Bible says she fell at his feet, face to the ground in reverent awe. Then she embraced her son. This woman has so many things we need to learn from her. And I believe time is not even enough for us to digest this. Listen. This woman was a woman of strong convictions. She was a woman of faith. You know the Bible very clear. In Isaiah 3 verse 10. It says, Say to the righteous that it shall be well. It says, They will enjoy the fruit of their actions. Say to the righteous, It shall be well. For they shall eat the fruit of their doings. Say to the righteous. This woman took this scripture to heart and she kept saying to herself, everything is fine. She understood who she was. She was righteous before God. She had giving. She had served. Her heart was good towards God. And she kept saying to herself, I'm the righteous. So it is well. It is well. It is well. This morning, my challenge to you, I don't care how bad that situation is. Insist on the outcome that you want. Call those things that be not as though they were. You are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. So say to yourself, it is well. I am righteous, so I say to myself, it is well. Call that situation what you want it to be. Are you holding a dead business in your hand? Say it is well. Are you holding a dead child in your hand? Say it is well. Are you holding a dead marriage in your hand? Say it is well. And your parents dying right before your eyes? Say it is well. And it will be well with you. Good morning. What a wonderful way to start your day.
Bible Before Breakfast with Mildred Kingsley Okonkwo.